0: matt and i'm paul on this week's episode we will be reviewing revenge that's available on vod now and we also have our something to scream about topic that this week is our favorite horror sci-fi movie we will also be reviewing pet cemetery as part of our movie from the vault but first let's get into some news
1: let's get into the motherfucking news how have you been this week yeah good man like watched a good couple of horror movies Cool. I mean you sat down and watched what was it called? Inside.
0: Inside, yeah. It was um was it a French just some movie. French
1: movie. Um French horror movie is f- it was just messed up.
0: Proper messed up, I wasn't it?
1: Proper messed up. We thought it was going to be like similar to Martyrs and um switchblade romance and it it didn't fail to deliver on the level of gore. It was quality. So yeah.
0: Really clever. I mean, don't want to spoil it for people, but if you can get hold of it, it's, it's not on any vod platform or stuff like that but i think you can get it on like ebay and amazon on dvd Uh, yes
1: it was a quality watch so yeah definitely go check that out um other than that i've got there's a few bits which i've seen that's going on this is quite this is quite you're going to find this quite interesting if you haven't seen it james Wan and gary doberman are remaking train to Passan.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't know that. That's so
1: neat. we're getting another American. I knew
0: that it was in the works, but I didn't know it was going to be them. Well, oh, we're going to get
1: another. We're It's bound to have an American remake. It was. Yeah, yeah. I've heard genius. for a while
0: that they they've bought the rights to make it, but I didn't know they were attached to. it. That's really good news. Well, the original it could tra- be. It yeah, might not be.
1: Yeah. Well, the original train to Busan is just incredible. So. um we're gonna keep an eye on this one. James One.
0: Yeah, yeah, James Wan. The only problem I've got is will they as they might do with the comedy element of it, the side comedy side. It's just like yeah, there they, is some comedy in the conjuring a little bit in there, tiny bit.
1: Tiny bit, and he's very classic in his way. So yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens with that. I'm yeah, gonna keep, keep an eye, eye on, on cool how that develops. The Charles Play reboot mm. has had or <laughs> has had a poster yeah, with the I see, doll. Yeah. I got a picture of it on my phone. Yeah, what do you reckon?
0: It's in it's it's an interesting photo. Um, I'm not sure about it because it's not really affiliated with the it with the original. Is it? It's more like its own standalone kind of reboot. Am I right in saying that?
1: Yeah, he's uh I think they're going down the review, re, um, the road of Chucky is a an animated die kind of like yeah thing. So he yeah. doesn't have that element of. Um...
0: Yeah, I'm not sure about it really. I mean, it, it could be alright, but I I heard the TV show is gonna be pretty kick ass. Yeah, we're looking forward and to that. And that's all the original kind of people that did the original stuff. So. That'd well, I'm gonna watch
1: it. So I like a bit of Chucky. So we'll see what happens. But Other than that, um, they have just announced that they are doing Happy Death Day two. Yes, I and they saw got that. the title Happy Death Day to you.
0: To you, yeah. I'm same wild well excited for this
1: same uh, same lead that's right yeah so um mm. yeah the, the, i watched that obviously this year i, yeah. I missed it last year yeah so you I were way caught, off the boil on that yeah, one I caught, I caught a copy <laughs> of it this year and it's it was fucking fun i loved it i thought <laughs> really it gave fun. me so
0: much so many memories of scream and everything like that it just brought back so many 90s tropes to horror movies and stuff i really enjoyed it i'm wow looking forward to the second one of that really good
1: really yeah good. man so what you got? you got?
0: I got a couple of bits. We've they've just announced Annabelle three. No, no way. Yeah, I a, didn't see that. So a little bit of a connection there with uh, the James Wan thing and that. Um, but yeah, so they've cast um a person that's in this new Netflix series, Haunting of Hill House, that's coming out soon. I don't know who she is, but uh, McKenna Grace has been cast as um the Warren's daughter. And apparently um, it centres around the Warrens' daughter and she becomes a target of the demon doll. So uh, that's going to that be the That sounds like they brought
1: it up to date because obviously she was a little bit Younger, of a target. Yeah, and she was a little bit of a target, I think, in some of the movies. They sort of, it was, I think in the first Country movie, she was um, used as like a bit of bait and bait and switch for the for the witch. Yeah. I, I can't know. remember. Oh, I need I'm to re-watch sure Country.
0: Right. I know she was in Annabelle. Oh, not Annabelle, sorry. Yeah. Conjuring two, because she has visions of uh, the nun as well, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, she yeah. definitely, she's definitely it. Okay, but, but yeah. that's going to be quite interesting.
0: So that's interesting. Uh, a couple of other bits, more on the sides of kind of like uh, Blu-ray, Blu-ray UK release. Arrow just announced for the UK release in December, on December third. They're going to re-release Alvira, which is cool. Yeah, which is uh, that's quite cool. Um, so and, never
1: seen it, so I probably be picking up a copy. Oh, oh that'd be interesting. Maybe yeah. a
0: future moving from the vault maybe maybe um i remember watching it i used to love it but um the cover artwork looks awesome as always with Arrow. it always is but it really does look good another bit i found quite funny so apparently in a in arizona in a lake in the middle of arizona called uh, lake pleasant there is a statue of a jason underwater like in the, in the movie okay. no, jason voorhees obviously he's Tied under the water and basically some some people are just kind of like gone over there in the middle of the night and put him in there <laughs> uh, as like a little bit of an attraction kind of thing and to mark the location where he is they put a volkswagen beetle or something so people can find him oh that's cool yeah i know it's so cool isn't it so but apparently loads of people have gone out and seen it and there's been loads of videos of people looking at it and stuff like that but the arizonian or whatever they're called the arizonian like park offices of have said it's kind of like littering and they want to remove it but apparently it's still there but there's a petition up to um not kind of remove it some radio station um called slash or radio or something and they put ha- hashtag save jason nice that, I thought that was a pretty cool bit not really news but kind of kind of interesting and the only last bit I've got is hot topic uh have released a really cool pop funko uh, with a leather face with the pretty woman face you know where he has the makeup yeah yeah they, they're releasing an exclusive to hot topic of him which looks funny i'll post a picture on social media but that, that's it's pretty fun. oh and i got one last little bit okay one last little bit go on i totally forgot about um do you ever watch the goldbergs
1: the goldbergs no yeah, i haven't seen probably, it oh, I've, I've heard of it i haven't it's watched brilliant.
0: it i love it it's all about the 80s but they've got a special episode coming up I would imagine it would probably air in the, the us first like it always does. but robert england as freddy is going to be featured in one of the episodes of the goldbergs because they always have like a 80s reference like kevin smith's been in it he, he directed a batman episode well where uh, are they
1: going to see the 1989 batman yeah okay and
0: then, um they've had another they've had loads of different episodes like bats future episode like it pays homage to those but this one is obviously a friday um nightmare on arm street um kind of <laughs> wrong harsh. genre but, uh, yeah i thought i love the goldbergs man you should get involved you really love it it's really really good it's uh, all about the 80s
1: man. Oh, i might give that a shout actually i've got one more thing sure. to come to think about it at 80s horror doc that we've been sort of um yeah. voicing for the last couple of like a month yeah. um they have just put up on their twitter mm. that they're going to start a kickstarter i saw that in yeah. like seven That's days amazing. and i replied and i'm like mate
0: we got to go in on
1: this. We we said that what do we say like after you come back from um, Frightfest that we fancy getting involved in something. Yeah, absolutely. I think got a lot of money, but we'll have a look at what p, here. fifty p fifty p there. It all adds <laughs> up. So we'll have a look what they sort of like different amounts.
0: Because I would imagine it probably be in tiers. and yeah, they
1: always do it in like, tears yeah. and we we'll see what we we we'll see how much we're prepared to um, yeah. like support and we will do it from draw yeah, and yeah, last yeah.
0: breath. Well, up for that. we'll have to check out, but yeah, they've got loads of social media presence, so if people want to have a look at it. Go check it out.
1: The calibre of people they've got coming onto that documentary it's already immense. signed up. That's what it's got to be made.
0: I, I bet any money that Kickstarter will go up and literally will allow, they'll have it filled within like a day or something stupid like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I'll keep it I'll out. Oh, I might be in um, New York when... I'm uh, oh. well, going to New York on Monday, <laughs> so uh, I might be in New York when that comes out. Yeah. So I'll have to check it out and then we'll, yeah. you know, we'll talk and we'll figure out which one we're going to um, um participate in. But cool. they've got like Jeffrey Coombs from Reanimate. I think next episode we will um, run down the list of who you yeah, actually got on. Yeah, that's a
0: good on. idea, yeah. yeah. Yeah, get involved. Definitely pushed out massively. Sure. Excellent.
1: Right, should we do our main review?
0: Yeah, What? We'll, we'll, um, go for it.
1: So this week uh, we went, we watched um, Revenge on VOD. <laughs> we saw it for like the last year and we've been waiting for it to come yeah, out and out up, and we yeah. and they released it on uh Shudder in new, um, in America and they no. didn't release it yet in the UK.
0: Don't talk to me about that.
1: <laughs> so we had to go and find it on, um, we, wa- we watched it on sky. Yeah. Yeah. watched it on I'd, sky. I had to, to pay for it.
0: Sky, but the, I'm not bitter.
1: No, I'm not bitter either. Cause it was, um, well, as you'll find out, it was probably worth the, worth the money. So this movie is about, um, a young, a young lady called jenny and she is um basically having an affair with some rich guy by the looks with some rich seems like
0: a politician or something like, like a that. rich
1: yeah like a rich french guy we're not seems really, like. yeah they're on, he's sort of going to be going on a, a hunting trip with his two mates the sleazy dimitri um and stan so um something untoward happens and um which we'll get into in a bit and then she ends up getting uh Getting killed and um, taking her revenge on the movie.
0: Cool. Where right. should we start?
1: Well, for what? First thing I got to say about it is that um, it's beautifully shot. It looks very produced and it's very colourful. I don't know if you found that the colours were like like incredibly vivid. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's set in the desert. I just found it like really easy to watch and just like re- I was really drawn in by all like. The, the cinematography and the way the way it was shot and just i don't know it just seemed to pop right into my right mm. to my face it's really I think you really hit
0: cool. a nail on the head there because because it was filmed all in like the desert and stuff like that there's not much to work with and it just seems like they the um director seemed to kind of grab hold of the fact of colors and dress and and kind of like kind of brings your eye away to all those other little details of things as well because again like the desert is pretty boring and it's just like all one colour pretty much but to do that in the film kind of like like you said use really big bold brash colours to draw your eye in a really get your attention involved in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Get you totally immersed in it. Yeah.
1: I really liked, I, clever, really, it? Really, clever. I really liked the way it was shot on it. So it was, I was never going to start watching it. Are we going to spoil, are we doing a spoiler one on this one? Yeah. Go- yeah. Definitely. Okay. So we're I going, think we're going to have to. I would um, recommend if going to watch this movie and then listen to this, um, poc- um listen to this review because we are going to go into a few little details and yeah, stuff I'd like definitely,
0: that. I'd definitely switch off and go and watch it rather than have it spoiled because it is, it's uh we're gonna delve deep, yeah, and so, it's yeah.
1: it's cool. So, you did you enjoy it first off?
0: Massively loved it. I thought it was a masterpiece, mate. I just I thought everything about this movie, like the hype running up to it, all I heard was reviews, festivals that it's been played at, people commenting about it on Twitter because I've they've obviously seen it earlier in other countries. Just everything about it just looked cool and it just sounded interesting obviously everybody knew it's a revenge movie by the title revenge <laughs> um and everybody loves a good old revenge movie don't they you know yeah
1: it reminded me a little bit of um my spit on your grave like last half when Your left those sure. sorts of like
0: but it had its own thing about it this was what i really liked um the fact that it's done by a woman director um i can't remember her name now coralie Fargeet. okay cool. like, she's she's sorry if i pronounce that wrong but she's um, she seemed to kind of grasp it, the storyline, like, and really run with it. Um, it was interesting. And it was different as well. It wasn't just your standard kind of like. You didn't really know where it was gonna go, because, obviously, it centers around kind of three characters. Four characters. Four, four. There's four. four, there's four yeah. characters in there. Which a, is again a feat in its own because it's like you've only got four characters and you've got to get a really good storyline around this four. four
1: yeah, and characters. they're isolated in the middle of nowhere. I think they're working. They were working with a great, really interesting destination. Mm. Um, I'm not sure where it was shot, but the mountains and the desert around it was yeah, just I'm like. Yeah, I'm not sure where it was shot normal. actually. It just, you just had this. Yeah, I'm gonna bang on about the color of this fi- mm. film, but it was just yeah incredible. And um, first off, you meet like Jenny and um, uh, Richard. I think they those they're the two sort of main main people, and they're
0: sure. Yeah,
1: very apparent that quickly Richard's got a wife.
0: Yeah, so he's having an affair with Jen. Yeah, Yeah.
1: she's a lot younger. She's like younger than him, and she's very attractive. Mm -hmm. Very attractive, and I think they've got the week uh, like a day to themselves before he like gets her piloted off and um, gets his two mates to come and go. The hunting on the, right, the hunting yeah. trip but they turn up early yeah old uh old stan and dimitri and they all start speaking in french and it's so, subtitled for me it's, like
0: this is the weird thing about the movie is like s- most of it is french but there are parts that are english well yeah whenever but they there's speak... not a lot of dialogue no the game is clever yeah huh.
1: there isn't an incredible amount of dialogue you're no. very much right you're very right um but they rock up and um they're obviously looking her up and down thinking <laughs> hang on what have we got here
0: well it's a weird there's a weird unnerving <laughs> shot where she's like just eating an apple and then she turns around and there is one of the guys just ogling at her through the is that a word ogling yeah you through kind of the window lechin, at her. Yeah. Lechin, yeah and she just stood there and she doesn't do anything in nothing but her pants and a tiny little t-shirt and uh she just stands there and just doesn't really do anything like it's a really it's that little bit is just really unnerving and you don't know what's going on and then obviously yeah you find out that it's his mates and they've come a uh, a day early or something uh to go hunting and anyway yeah so her her bloke comes on they are come on in yeah come on in you're a day early blah blah blah. and then they just have a little bit of a party don't they yeah
1: get to know each other a little bit a little bit get a little bit get a little bit you know flirty
0: this is the you know there's a bit of this pool where this is it's just a bit full on it's like obviously they're having a few drinks and they're getting drunk and stuff and then I don't know whether she is possibly a lap dancer um, is her her work Um, obviously one of her boyfriend's mates comes out is it Dimitri? I think it's Stan Stan yeah he comes out and then she starts doing a really provocative dance on him (laughs) like proper though kind of probably a bit too much and if, it was, if that was my girlfriend, I'd be like, hang on a minute, what's going on here? Tone it down.
1: Yeah, which you can tell that he's sort of been, like, he's treating her like a piece of meat.
0: Yeah. Like, she's properly, like, dancing with him. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then, um, then the next day, mm. you know, she's not really showing that much interest in him. Because obviously, it's, you know, she's not drunk anymore. Mm. And, um, he, he, old he wants, um
0: and her boyfriend go he goes out or something to get something or get the passports or something for the hunting and yeah and yeah and it's a really awkward kind of scene over breakfast where stan is really into her but she's not really into him kind of thing
1: yeah so good old stan he forces himself onto her you know that's kind of the prerequisite to what really happens next absolutely yeah and then we get the sort of aftermath of that of Richard coming back and discovering and then they sort of like she wants to go and he and then you sort of like so she
0: starts arguing doesn't she she's like that's tells how her boyfriend like what's feel, happened. Yeah,
1: and I don't think they're gangsters or anything. I really don't no. think they're gangsters or anything.
0: Which she's, is, I think I'm pretty sure he's a politi- politician.
1: Right. Well, it's it's not good if like she she looks like she's not going to keep this quiet.
0: But this is the thing: is like they they obviously know his background of work, and if she just utters one thing, and it destroy his chances of whatever he's involved in. And you obviously don't know; they don't allude to what he does, and which is kind of cool because you kind of don't know yeah. who he is. And then, um does she, she darts off yeah so she get, makes a run for it does't she and this is the annoying bit because i obviously i saw a trailer for this i don't know if you did saw it, any trailers no i mean i
1: didn't see the trailer
0: see, one this is the biggest thing it shows this part in the trailer so i knew what happened next and this is what annoys me about trailers i would have loved it if this part wasn't in it because i would have been so so shocked at that this part that happens do you want to go ahead and explain what happens so yeah. they run and run she runs and gets to the end of a cliff
1: yeah, she gets to she gets to the end of the cliff, and they're like, "Okay, what's going to happen next?" And they got she got nowhere to go, and uh, you know, Richard just shoves her, shoves her off the side of which the cliff. Her boyfriend just yeah. pushes her, and she lands uh, belly up on like an old tree, and it just it's there, it's, and she's just there. Impales her, impales her, her yeah. and she's like, wow, she's gone. Yeah, she's she, sure. she's she's gone right.
0: Any any normal person would be like probably dead within. Seconds or minutes, surely. Yeah, I don't and, know. They would miss every internal organ. Yeah, it's a bit bleed out and die.
1: So then they like bugger off and um come back the next morning to kind of like clean up what they've done, mm. and she's not there. Mm. She's she's got off the branch. Do you do you want to how how does she get off? You remember go,
0: this is this is a crazy scene, and not I mean, hats off for getting to him, like the cinematographer and stuff, because. They do this really weird shot of the blood dripping off her like it must be like you know one of those really close-up cameras where the little ants are crawling around and it's really close up so you can see absolutely every little detail of everything that's going on well, i was going to mention ants.
1: i was going to mention the ants because yeah. this is the second time this year that we've seen like ants in this way do you remember hereditary yeah oh yeah ants, on the, the ants head. on the head yeah well we had two scenes one with the apple and there was like an ant on the apple, I
0: think we need to get into ant stunting, like wow. you know, ant wranglers.
1: They and then they had all these ants like in like where well, the blood was dripping on it, and it was like creating this really. It was a cool visual, but it was really, kind really of it's very arts, very artsy, artsy. It was shots a little bit,
0: yeah, I'll give you that. But,
1: but yeah, it's cool.
0: And then yeah, she she ends up. This is a is a is a bit far fetched, but you've literally just got to go with it. It's part of the movie, and it's just like it is what it is. And it's like. So what if you in real life you can do this? So what as a movie, just let it go. But she literally, what does she do? She does she snap the tree off, or she, she lights? Set, she sets fire. She can set it, fire yeah. to the tree. Yeah. Um. So it weakens so it, burns it. and weakens the tree. And then yeah. it snaps off. That's but she's it, yeah. still got this thing in her stomach. Yeah, <laughs> big piece of wood hanging out her stomach, and it yeah. just manages to kind of limp off. But obviously leaving like a trail behind her with a bit of blood and stuff like that. And then they, they, it kind of turns into this kind of hunting game for them, doesn't it? Like they're hunting... They're hunting her, hunting basically. Hunting her, basically, find it, trying to find her.
1: Um, they are the hunters. That's like, you mm. obviously are on a hunting trip, so they you they imagine they're pretty good. they got some pretty cool, like, uh, guns and weapons, with, and you know, yeah. with them. Mm. So, but it's like one woman against them, and mm. they're trying to find her, and they're struggling mm. in the middle of the desert. Mm. And you, I don't know if you remember, like, earlier on in the movie, the pilot that took them on gave them a bit of, like weird trippy stuff and she oh, hides yeah, it like in a locket
0: hardcore drugs yeah. yeah
1: and it's like it's like lsd i guess mm. gives a proper hallucinations but i think first she gets older dimitri
0: yeah she, yeah
1: she kills off she kills off dimitri in a nice we get a nice little kill with that
0: so yeah that's that he's the kind of big guy because i thought that it was going to go down the route of he was going to be a good guy because you kind of like feel that he's not fully involved with Stan and if you feel like he's taking a little bit of a step back but then as the movie goes on and he finds her you're like oh he's not nice because I keep thinking he's just going to be like look and help her out like most of the films there's always one guy that goes oh oh you know I, I didn't want to do this I'll help you out go that way run on or whatever. Utter asshole, <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> And what so she,
1: does she do well she stabs she stabs him in the eye yeah um and then uh yeah with his own hunting knife with his she, own hunting knife it was, it was a nice way to go mm. um but she's still got this thing protruding out of her mm. so she yeah. needs to get rid of it so she gets so hides in like a like a cave takes this drug to, to sort of numb the pain well yeah she, she has all these weird hallucinations weird, doesn't yeah she?
0: and it's just like it's crazy but yeah what does she do
1: well she oh, it, it, i don't know how she gets i can't remember how she gets out but hmm. i think she like oh she sort of starts cutting away it, it, she at different of parts makes, of the yeah, skin it's
0: wow. Well, it's wow, well Bruce. again the effects on this was brilliant i thought she kind of like makes a bit of a, a kind of like a slit a slit to loosen it so it can come out easier and uh, as, she,
1: as she does it she's also before the she's cut she's got like a can of monster
0: that's right no it's a cat it's, a, it's something else it's, it's like some beer, kind of, isn't it
1: it's some kind of uh drink and um like energy i think it's an energy drink i don't know i, I don't know it, but that's what yeah. i thought it was monster but she like cuts it out and then she like burns it yeah. and now she's got the branch that she sticks it on her stomach
0: so it's like quart, what was it called a quarter rice. and so quarter i guess you yeah. you
1: don't see it but i guess she does the back as well
0: yeah you don't see that you part. don't
1: see that part because I, I was getting like mm, she didn't do the back and so, but in, I think at one point you did see the fact that it's all scarred at
0: the back as you well. You do, yeah, because I said that. I was thinking in my head, but the uh, the bit I noticed on that when I was watching it, I thought this was really, really clever. If you notice on the can, is uh, it's like a phoenix. Yeah. So phoenix rising from the ashes, and it's like it's totally like tied in. I thought it was brilliant, and the way it kind of like it tattoos on a it, stomach. It, it, it's kind of like a a branding. Yeah. Isn't br- yeah. It? Like, completely. Hey, uh, and it's a bit perfect, but it's it's funny. But it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it is. And she's it's... kind of left with this cool kind of like phoenix tattoo.
1: And then, she, but yeah. after that, after she has this hallucination, she has a few like trippy moments where oh,
0: a dream within a dream. Dream within a yeah, dream, yeah, yeah. dream. I thought so that was really so, clever.
1: It's almost like we watching American Werewolf in London again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she has a dream where she gets sh- a head shot off. It's and all good this stuff, though, stuff Some good it? visuals. Really, really like... interesting visuals. And then, but when she wakes up and she sort of finally you realise she's out of the dream, she looks like something out of Mad Max she yeah, looks cool as fuck yeah she looks ready to so now we're like she's killed one of them yeah and the other two are just still out there she's on this her. crazy
0: drug yeah. that's kind of obviously masking the pain that she's in because this drug's just taken over her body uh, it's like I don't know it's like adrenaline drug and it it's just kind of like when, it, when that guy gave it to him it was like ah oh, somebody took it and they didn't have pain for like three days solid or something like that it's just like numbs your body
1: yeah and so she's on it now she is she is now the hunter
0: so the hunters become the hunted yes which is quite cool so she's up in the hills and oh isn't she, don't she have a gun by that point as well yeah she
1: nicked it off dimitri
0: yeah and then and then she's up in these kind of canyon hill bits and so they spot her and they kind of like they're trying to look for her so they split up don't they so one's on a motorbike she
1: she spots them oh yeah yeah. she's got it's got a little sniper element on there and she sees like a little flashy light and then she starts going after the one that like but they
0: but they split up don't they one on the bike which is is, which is a a bloke yeah and stan is in the the car
1: she goes after stan yeah and she's probably and somehow she's super quick and catches up with him Mm. even though he's in a car, cuts him off, whatever. The movie but this scene <laughs>
0: this scene is like one of my favorite it's just like i, I can't remember what really what happens now because like she shoot doesn't she shoot stan through
1: through the car through
0: the car and he has to get out and how does he lose his shoes again i can't even remember does she shoot him in the foot or something or
1: there's loads of glass on the on but the that's floor.
0: after he's not wearing his uh, after he's not wearing his boots
1: I don't know. He puts his he put he puts his shoe on like his car for some reason. I can't remember. It doesn't I can't matter.
0: Remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. He's not got <laughs> any shoes on, and she's running along. She she knows he ain't got no shoes on, so she smashes some glass on the floor, and obviously he's running after, and he just runs through all this this glass, and he's got the biggest shard of glass hanging out of his foot, <laughs> and it looks disgusting, and he's trying to pick it out, and there there's no holes barred on this. They literally show it all of him just trying to get this glass out and it snaps off in his foot and he knows he has to get this glass out otherwise he's, he's, he's fucked. So he's literally just gouging with his fingers in his foot. And what, this scene is what, a good minute long where yeah. he's gouging the, and it's really like, ugh, I was like, oh, that looks so painful. And he's <laughs> screaming with pain. Yeah. Screaming.
1: I loved it. And then she takes care of him. He gets back in the car though, Yeah, he he gets he, back like, in the
0: car. Puts a sock around it, gets back in the car, starts driving it.
1: He's yeah. re- he's driving of her and, and she's he's just standing just wants there. Wants to
0: run her down, doesn't he?
1: And she gets a good shot off.
0: Yeah, really good shot. Spoiling the head hell off. out of
1: this is <laughs> brilliant. Um, and then next, she's going after the next dude, and we get a nice sort of wrap up to the movie. Yeah, because really. he
0: gives up because he can't find her and he's like, "Sod this, I'm gonna die if I don't go home." Because they're in the middle of the desert, he's got no water, no food, and he's like, "Sod it, I'll just leave her out there." So he drives, he guns it all the way back. To wherever they're staying, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and she's there. Gets in there, he's gasping, and uh, he goes in the shower, doesn't he? He's totally butt naked in the shower. <laughs> then he hears a noise, and he's like, What the hell? And he goes out there, and there she is, and it? gun just pointing at him.
1: Bang, right in the chest. Yeah. And then it's like a little bit of a. And then you get that whole sort of creepy sort of. Again, again it's. <laughs> It's not like your usual horror hmm. because it's not dark really at any point yeah. uh, th- in this is it's it's in the desert and it's sunny yeah it's sort of it's really crisp and uh, and you've got this house which is got loads of windows and loads of light and they're yeah. sort of it's, creepy. Like a, it's
0: one of those houses like you see on that program where they have futuristic houses yeah. like totally it's a really cool house
1: and so they're just cre- they're sort of sort of like stalking each other around the house and you know, well, it's just, using shadows and all and sorts of stuff totally and blood naked. to follow each other.
0: It's totally naked. And yeah. it's just, like, literally... She's seen him naked, though, it, so... It ends up just... This This is what I love in Ken about this film. It just, like, pushes the boundaries totally. Literally, in the house, there's obviously this kind of square root where you go around the centre of the house. Yeah. And it all feeds, like, a corridor all around the house. And literally... He's basically running after her. She's running after him. They don't even know where each other are. They're so disoriented. He's fucking bleeding out. <laughs> she's just fucked because she's just so, like, out of it. And they're just running around and around and around trying to catch each other. And as they're doing this, the blood over the walls. Oh, it's so much all blood. all over the floor. And they're literally they're slipping around in the blood and everything i just loved it i just thought it's hilarious I was, I was i was waiting for it to stop <laughs> it happens for about 10 minutes They run out after each other and then, and then finally she falls over doesn't she and like he like literally is beating the crap out of her which was quite pretty, hard, pretty hard to watch yeah
1: um but then you know does she win does she not should we let him know nah you watch the movie you find out, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah. she gets she gets yeah. out what the twist the they're movie. gonna do if you yeah, listen to all that. Yeah, if you listen to all that.
0: I absolutely love this movie and it's like I I didn't realise, but apparently she literally stops talking twenty four minutes in, she doesn't say another word in the whole movie. Yes. Yeah, twenty four minutes in. And I think that is just
1: awesome. She was great. Yeah. Right? She's really, really, really attractive for one. But she she is great and the other three are maybe a bit ropey the three guys but that's kind of adds to it I think they're like the acting's not great from those those three
0: do you know what I think mean? I didn't really tell I thought I thought that I didn't really tell because they had like broken English in places and then I didn't think they were that bad they I didn't, quite liked I they thought didn't do her it. bloke was pretty good because I thought he played a right bastard
1: yeah the it's just a contrast between the two she was absolutely outstanding compared to those three do that's what I thought yeah big time fair enough yeah, that's my view on that's
0: that. A fair, that's a fair shout. <laughs> but I, I absolutely love this movie. Yeah, uh, do you want to rate it?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's rate it. Um, I thought when I looked at it, I was going to give it like um, it's just strong. It's a good strong movie. I'll probably go for about a seven. It's a good, sh- it's a good, good solid seven out of ten for me.
0: I'd probably go a bit higher. I'd probably go eight just because I absolutely loved it, and I just thought it was like something fresh, something new. Like you said, the cinematography is brilliant. The colours are brilliant she's absolutely amazing i didn't know where it was going to go didn't know where it was going to lead it's brilliant as well all these people saying obviously there's not enough kind of female kind of films nowadays where it's female led and she controlled that film and i thought i thought she was brilliant and i'd probably go with an eight
1: cool i mean we said it before like horror is always the first the genre to break sort of boundaries and they they don't hold back with their female cast they're just giving them these great roles and it proved it at fright fest and again this movie is fantastic so
0: yeah Yeah, i can't i can't see i can't wait to see what's next from her and also the director of this movie because it's going to be great if it's anything like that i'll love it
1: cool that was awesome i'm glad i'm glad we had a good one to watch next time next episode however we um we weren't really sure what we were going to do we were hoping mandy was going to come out in time which is Nicolas Cage's movie mm. but I don't think it's going, to, it's going be. to be a little later probably isn't it so we're going to go and watch um that's really excited about this and we're going to go and watch um uh, Venom and hope that that turns out to be I'm,
0: I'm fingers crossed I hope it surprises me I really do well, we'll see okay so next we're going to do something to scream about so what was our topic Paul
1: it was um our favorite sci-fi horror movies
0: it was indeed it was indeed so what have you got as your first pick i just i loved
1: it i love this by the way i just have to say i love this topic um i think i realized that like uh, sci-fi goes literally hand in hand with horror if they get it right yeah there's a lot of cool stuff out there sure i mean we are talk about some of the um involvement we had on social media on this and there's a lot of the, the same names keep on coming up there's again and again but i sort of gone for like a little bit a little bit different because it's almost the way that i see sci-fi horror i always sort of saw it as like quite funny
2: okay
1: in uh in the approach in in the sort of comedy horror sort of side yeah, yeah. i mean there's some great there are some great scary ones which i'm sure you'll talk about but i'm going to go with my first one is they live with john carpenter Nineteen eighty eight, we've talked about it a bit already. Hmm. But it's got Roddy Roddy Piper in and uh Keith. God uh, rest his soul. Yeah, God rest his soul. And um Keith David from The Thing. So he's obviously liked by John Carpenter. And I mean I'm not to touch too much about this movie. It's it's absolutely batshit. This score is absolutely brilliant because it's John Carpenter. And the film is um its sci fi element it comes from the fact that it's almost like this whole nineteen eighty four thing going on. And with a pair of glasses, Roddy Piper's Roddy Roddy Piper's character can suddenly see the world as it is, and it's been inhabited probably by seventy-five percent of an alien race that no one can t- no one can see, and all his advertisements like everywhere that no one can really tell—they're all being sort of like led like sheep by this alien race, and they don't even know. And as soon as he puts on the glasses, his world is like turned upside down i mean the acting's not like you know top class but it's just funny it's and he, he sort of goes on like a, a sort of a one-man spree or sort of like going. i'm not having this i'm not being like duped and you get some great lines and i think i only I, this became a favorite movie very recently one of my favorite movies very recently because i read the book armada by ernest klein and it was mentioned in there in this quote oh, I read that yet. It's good. This, yeah it is really good and this quote is the reason why I watched this movie. Uh, he walks into um, a bank with a shotgun, and he's uh, this is this, the, the line is delivered something like this: "I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum." <laughs> and it's probably even slower than that. And it's so brilliant. It's a classic line. It's is a classic it? line. You can't beat that. So yeah, that's 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 awesome. I, the other thing I wanted to me- mention about the, the movie is there's this incredible fight scene in it. Yeah. Um, it's like the
0: longest fight scene ever. It, it like... goes
1: on for about five minutes in twenty seven, um, and some twenty seconds or something like that. It was only supposed to be about twenty seconds. Okay, that's what they wanted. That's what John Carpenter wanted. <laughs> but Roddy Roddy Piper and um, Keith David went away and choreographed this thing together because obviously Bori Bory Piper got the role yeah, because he was a wrestler yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. I think he got ex- um he, he saw in Wrestlemania 3 from Wrestlemania 3 and that's why he got the role because it's just like his his presence and um that's one of the reasons where that line come from was yeah. because of his like sort of FaceTime on the um on wrestling but yeah they choreographed that themselves and they and they didn't tell anyone and they went with it and they sort of kept going for this uh, for this whole fight scene and um, really had that sort of like rest. That's what has that resting vibe and stuff. It's so good. And it literally like, he's just trying to persuade him to go and help him kill some aliens. And Keith Davies isn't not having any of it. It's brilliant. And you won't, they won't let it rest. Oh, I absolutely love that. So yeah. It's
0: a great movie. Great pick. Great yeah. Pick.
1: That's my first pick. What's
0: awesome. yours? Well, I know this is going to be a bit boring. I know people are like, oh God, probably. Don't you I dare probably, call this book. probably, spe- probably hear sighs from across the, the the world but um I've gone with 1979's Alien. What was it?
2: Bring back life form. Priority one. All other priorities rescinded. There's a damn company. What about our lives you son of a bitch. I repeat all other priorities
0: are rescinded. That's like It had to be done. This Why would like, you even
1: remotely think you get a size? This is like because it's, it's the one best of those
0: films. Pick. I know it's amazing, and I know a lot of people probably agree, but it's just it's probably just a bit of an obvious pick. And I I don't like being that obvious person and talking about the same thing all the time because I could have picked like fifteen other movies. I had loads of other movies, but for me personally, again, this is my probably my favorite, along with Aliens, is one of my favorites. Because purely because of the cast, you've got Sigourney Weaver, got Tom Skerritt, you've got John Hurt, you've got ha- Harry Dean Stanton, and you've got Ian Holm. Already, like that cast is like amazing. Yeah, and not to mention this is one of the first movies that is just it just pushed the boundaries out there. This was completely different, like Star Wars did for that genre. This did for the, our genre horror and in space and what is going on what is the storyline wh- where is it going the acting is brilliant the effects are like second to none. even now they stand up a hundred percent and like so anybody can come at us uh, if they don't think that then fair enough but in my eyes it's amazing and is 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 a is a normal Wow, it is a perfect film to me everything about it I love it it's brilliant um, and i picked it just purely because it is one of my favorite like horror sci-fi movies and and that is it basically well, it's one of your
1: favorite movies isn't it i mean yeah full you, time yeah i'm sat in a room guys with like um yeah it's a, <laughs> oh, no,
0: don't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> matt has a couple of um glass cabinets and one of them is full of like Aliens memorabilia and Aliens toys and stuff like I haven't got like. it all out either. I need to no. set
0: up my neck of stuff. I still haven't got it out. I and need you, to do it.
1: And he's met Sigourney Weaver as and well. Of the, of the, yeah, and Tom Scar and a couple of the others from Man so Massive Alien fan. Yeah, I
0: love it. I just can't, I just, I can't think of a world without this film. I can't. It would be a worse place if this film didn't exist. <laughs> but I absolutely love everything about it. I watch it probably twice a year. Uh, that's probably not enough, but <laughs> there you go. Well, anyway, what you got next?
1: Okay, I'm going for a 2006 movie. Yeah. Um, by the uh, awesome James Gunn. Yeah. Um, and it's Sliver.
2: From Universal Pictures comes a film so shocking. Uh, we've got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth. No! It will change the face Ah! of horror.
0: They're doing things to people, turning them into some kind of monsters. How's everybody's evening?
2: Good?
0: Do you remember this movie? Yeah, of course I remember this movie. I'll tell you what, it's bloody
1: short. I think it's like an hour and ten or an hour and twenty. Really? It's really short. I didn't Uh, know that. uh,
0: To be... To be honest, I've only ever seen this once, so I I could do with going and rewatching it oh, again. Mate. I remember it being really good though.
1: It's fantastic. It's got Nathan Fillion in it, Elizabeth Banks.
0: Is it? Yeah, oh, and um,
1: the great Michael me. Rooker.
0: Oh yeah, I remember him being it.
1: I mean, there's some this this film's mental. I mean, it's hopefully if you haven't seen it, it's just about a load of parasitic slugs almost. <laughs> I mean, there is a movie out there called Slugs, but this is basically a load of parasitic slugs that bed in your in in your brain, and sort of it's almost creates this hive mentality from Rooker because Rooker's sort of the start of it all mm-hmm. He's the first one to get infected, I think and then um yeah, and then they go out and he get he gets loads of minions to sort of help him just basically try and get Elizabeth banks as part of it mm. and then I think uh he gets his wife or his girlfriend pregnant, and that's where it all kicks off because she's in this barn at one stage i was like there's there's a couple of scenes it's got worth worth talking about she's in this barn she's freaking huge and she's been eating like cows and dogs and he's been feeding all this sort of <laughs> stuff and she's like cr- crying like Cry, stop eating oh, and she explodes God. and all these bugs come out and it oh. goes mental i
0: remember it being really gory
1: it's really gory it's got some great practical effects and Type, coupled with like CGI, it's
0: quite funny in places as well, isn't it? Really, like, kind of it's cheap.
1: proper funny. It's yeah. like Nathan Fillion's all one-liners and stuff. He plays the hero, yeah, the hero cop, and it's just there. Yeah, there's one-liners, upon one-liners in this movie. It's genius. At one stage, I thought it's, I thought it was a Joss Whedon movie for ages. I, I, I swear, to God, he's, he's involved in it in somehow. And I can't remember be. why. I even looked through IMDb, but I couldn't figure out what, how he's, how why I thought he was involved in it. Mm. But yeah, so this was just. I, I've, I, I love this movie still and you should definitely go and watch this. Um, I've got
0: to re-watch it. You make me want to go and watch it. Yeah,
1: Rooker, Rooker is just absolute genius. And at the end of it, he's just like this weird alien slug with all these people that he can control alien and he's just trying movie. to get Elizabeth Banks <laughs> to um, mate with him. Oh, it's, just, <sighs> it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is brilliant. Go and watch it. Cool. What's your second pick, dude?
0: My second pick? is none other than 1987's The Predator.
2: In a part of the world where there are no rules. We pick up their trail with the chopper, run them down, grab those hostages before anybody knows we were there. What do you mean, we? Deep in the jungle, where nothing that lives is safe. You lose it here, you're in a world of hurt. Showtime, kid. Yeah. Knock, knock. An elite rescue squad. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. We need the best. That's why you're here. But now... Let's get Billy spooked. There's something out there waiting for us.
1: <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Okay. It is, yeah. it is a horror. It, we, we just, it's definitely a horror movie.
0: Well, it's got a horror element. Whether it's definitely. horror or not. I don't care. I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> so, Predator... It's literally you. If you ain't seen it by now, I don't know what's wrong with you. But obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Uh, Carl Weathers, obviously Apollo Creed from the Rocky movies. Yeah, it's got a great cast as well. Uh, Jesse Ventura's in it, which is brilliant. <laughs> I love him. Um, but it's just uh, it's one of those movies again where when I watched it, I I don't know how old I was. Obviously young, but I had absolutely no idea zero of what this film was about all I knew is that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it and it had a picture of him on the front with some war paint on his face and I just thought it's typical Arnie film so I just obviously we probably rented it from the the shop I did not know that this was going to be some kind of alien space thing from outer space but there's really good things in it obviously you know it's this ragtag bunch of uh, kind of like commandos aren't they really? yeah like they're like a, a ruthless gang of obviously like uh, trained assassin killers and they go on jobs to go and and kind of uh get people they're out mercenaries of they're yeah. sort of elite of the elite yeah but they go and they they're rescue guys it's obviously it's clearly stated right at the start that they, they rescue people and that's their job and they come back out of it and it doesn't matter how many cute people they kill; they're just going to rescue people.
1: There are so many muscles and so many cigars. Yeah, amongst them. it's
0: the most <laughs> masculine film I've I, I remember watching. That and it's I Probably Doogie's favorite movie. I, yeah, <laughs> our friend Doogie. Yeah, um, but it's a brilliant movie. And the thing is that you could people could argue it ain't got a horror element. Is uh, then that's fine. But it has because the first scene where they come across uh some guys that they knew uh that have literally been skinned alive and upside down tied to a tree and i remember seeing that and thinking christ how real does that look how yeah. real cuz the effects were just second to none
1: this is when 18s were like were 18s yeah
0: so this was R rated in the state so it was like the 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 worst you could get and i love that fact about it as well because it was just didn't really care and the gore scenes in it, people getting like their chest blown open and, and stuff like that. And then, yeah. And there's just loads of cool bits about it. But uh, like even when they were filming it, like the, the shit they went through is like they had to fight. They had real leeches attached to them. They had to battle with snakes. The heat was intensely crazy in the day. And then at night it was freezing cold. So they had to do, go through all these kind of like um, kind of weather conditions to make this film in the middle of nowhere. They all got sick. Apparently they all got they all got the shits, apart from Arnie. He was the only one that didn't.
1: He's too hard to get the shits. Yeah,
0: he's too he's too hard. He's got some great one-liners though. It's got some great. Uh, there's one where Arnie plays Dutch, the character Dutch, and he literally flings a machete, and it like literally goes through a guy, and he goes stick around, and then he walks stick off around, stick around. It's amazing. <laughs> it's it's just brilliant. But um I absolutely love this film. And then when it gets to the end, you just think. You know, this kind of alien being they've been fighting all the way through the through the film, you don't realise until the end, it's going to take his mask off. That's a mask it's wearing. And you're like, oh my God. And then when you see that face for the first time... It's
1: scary without the mask. It's
0: mental. It's mental. It's just like the way they did it. It looks so real even now. Even yeah. now, because I watched it, re-watched it for this. Uh, literally, the the effects are brilliant. And that's a guy in a suit. Yeah, with it's nuts. animatronics and all moving stuff, and it's just like it's just amazing.
1: It's I think that's got to be one of the most famous alien sort yeah, of yeah. faces in in movie history. It's just genius. It's, it's brilliant, really, but... really, and it' proper scary. You're yeah. right, mate. This just like completely fits in with the it, horror. It,
0: it scared the shit out of me when I was kid, not it? Sure, but yeah, I loved everything about it. I, I just thought I thought it was brilliant. A little fact as well. I don't want to obviously do Matt's facts all about because we might do a, a review of it, but. um jean-claude van damme was playing the predator at one point really yeah so he was all suited up doing scenes and like literally um it was a bit weird because he was shorter than the yeah rest a bit short yeah i really like that um but he was like moaning on set that it was too hot and he was fainting and everything and basically they just got rid of him they went do one because <laughs> they just wanted somebody bigger amazing uh, and just got rid of him like literally got rid of him so that's what i read not hard enough for
1: predator
0: yeah he's not because those guys are shit man there's a rumor on set that jesse Ventura measured his own muscles right messaged his own muscles and went well they're bigger than arnie's uh, like by an inch and he went he went uh and he said oh, he did some bet for some champagne with arnie said oh you ain't got as big muscles as me uh mine are this length and so somebody went to measure arnie's and they actually measured them and they were smaller than Jesse Ventura's but he lied he said tell him that they're an inch bigger and he went back to Jesse and they told him that his uh, muscles were an inch bigger <laughs> so <laughs> Arnie got the champagne nice but it's all about it's all about muscles and yeah it's so, it's so masculine but it's a great movie
1: Defo, that's a great pick mate and <laughs> um, we got time you can do a third
0: yeah go for it quick go one it. Go on. right? on um,
1: the only one I want to talk about quickly was um, Killer Clowns from Out of Space
2: it was a night like any other night then something happened you see that something different no shooting star why here why now
1: 1988 I gotta talk about this real quick we watched it for the first time it we were, like last year? A couple of years couple ago A couple of years now, think, ago yeah. now, yeah.
0: Because we used to have Hot Dog and Horror Night.
1: Hot Dog and we'll Horror bring Night. bring that back. Yeah, we should do that, definitely. And this was just a proper hot dog movie. This is just get your popcorn oh, out. I loved it, I loved it. This is brilliant. It's just so stupid and like funny. The the effects in it are brilliant. And this is just literally about... It was originally called Killer Clowns, but they didn't want it to sound like a Slash movie, so they added the Without a Space. And he's fucking clowns come from out of space in this in some kind of spacecraft and they just try and like take over this town and like cocoon them and stuff like that but there's some absolutely batshit moments in this this movie and the clowns just look ridiculous and they move like uh, they move like imbeciles it's it's just re- really stupid the claudio brother, uh cheeto brothers are the ones that did it and it is literally just dark goofy fun with lots and lots of colorful practical effects, and there's a massive cult following. Loads of cool merch you can get. Yeah, yeah. And the best thing, one of my favorite things and favorite scenes, I suppose, from this movie, was um, it's it's he sort of approaches this group of bikers? Don't know if you remember it. Hmm. He's on his little trike and he's oh, going yeah. up, and he's like, he just wants. He sort of does, does, they sort of don't know what to make of him, but they're just taking the Mickey out of him. And the biggest one sort of comes over and trashes his bike, and he just flies off comes back. And he's got boxing gloves on, and the guy goes, "You wanna knock my block off?" And then the clown just nods and punches his head clean off into a bin. Oh, it's just, it's just, and it's just stuff like that all through the movie. I liked the
0: bit where they, the, the the girl orders pizza. Yeah, remember that bit where the, where the, the, she orders pizza. And literally comes to the door and opens the box. And as the clown head pops out. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Because um, they're trying to kidnap her, aren't they? Yeah.
1: And there's another bit in the cop station where he's like... Uses the the police chief as like a puppet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's, not, there's one really bit that... Uh, I mean, it's not serious. You know that. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's the total piss take and a joke. And there are some really good parts of it. But there's one bit that really did creep me out. Where, the, where there is a clown outside a diner and it's going to the kid come outside like doing the gestures to come outside and it's a really young little kid and i and i saw a little gif of it like or oh, a little part of the video online the other day and i couldn't remember that so i continued watching it cuz i couldn't remember what happened and the kid comes out like i was like i can't remember the murdering a kid or anything and the little kid comes to the door and literally, as he's just about to go out and the clown's going to grab him, his mum just grabs his arm, pulls him back into the restaurant and just carries on walking. I'm like, but that was creepy. Just the clown doesn't say anything. Just does a little, like, come here gesture with his hand. And, yeah, like, that's, way, kid, that's well creepy. Oh, it's, it's creepy. It's a good little if movie. If you've got a thing about clowns, do not watch this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is a great movie. Yeah, definitely. It is a great movie. Well, and, and apparently there's rumours of an, another one being made in the works.
1: That's brilliant! I can't wait. So that, I'm good, that'd but, be wild, well funny. When I get when I'm in New York next week, I'll be looking for some merch. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll bet you'll find some. There's there's loads of it. Um, so yeah, I've got one more pick. Uh, I'll probably go with a bit more recent uh, movie, Cloverfield. My name is Robert Hawkins. Approximately seven hours ago, uh, something attacked the city. Um, you found this. If you're watching this, then you know more about it than I do. <laughs>
1: Beth, Beth, where are you? Okay, we cannot go into the middle
2: of the city. We gotta get out of here. There's nothing we can do for now. <laughs> do you know what that thing is?
1: Whatever it is, it's winning. Oh god, I, I love this movie.
0: I think the main reason I picked this is I love a creature feature for a start. Absolutely love those sort of movies like The Host, uh, you know Godzilla, King Kong, all those kind of smash them up kind of. The movies. old one
1: was it? Relic? Relic?
0: I don't think I've seen that one Ronametra. I think hmm? it's
1: I think it's a big weird alien thi- um scientific experiment thing gone wrong and he's like I don't know
0: um, you sh- is that Mimic? Set,
1: no set, it's set in a oh. museum
0: oh okay
1: and it's like um is it called Reddick? yeah I think it's called Reddick. I've not seen it's that it's just a massive like creature um some of the some of the effects in it aren't great they are they do look dated I'll now i check that out yeah um, but it is set in a museum and cool. it, this creature sort of stalking around mate you need to watch it <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool anyway back to cloverfield so yeah i love this because it's like so in the dark and it's like hardly anybody knew anything about it obviously jj abrahams did it um and one thing i loved about it was the teaser trailers like really didn't give anything away and um the one of the teaser trailers was literally just the um statue of liberty's head just rolling down the middle of new york yeah. just and you thought what the hell is this about and it didn't tell you anything about it uh, i think when i when it came out i went to watch it at the cinema three times uh i literally went three times because i absolutely loved it i thought it was brilliant the visuals everything about this was absolutely brilliant and it was just like just properly brought the monster genre back and and it, it was just so interested about it. there's loads of stuff around it about why was this thing here why what was it doing because there's no explanation oh, God, I genera- absolutely love
1: that i make it I'm, I'm it, it, genera- it loves doing like yeah. loves talking about chlorophyll. it generated so much hype and interest and in, you could just go onto sites yeah. sub sites to go oh if you pause it at this bit you see so it, you see it, like a satellite have- fall to the sky and like, So says it come from the sky and you're like yeah. what has actually happened I know yeah, they've yeah. done obviously a couple of movies since and still not explained anything really not
0: at all but um yeah i mean the the you know 10th Clofield lane is fantastic i love that movie as well not so much paradox but there you go that's for another that's for another chat but yeah i thought a, a Clofield was brilliant i mean it, it's just it, it was just a fantastic movie and i loved the creature and how it looked and and all the little things that fell off of it were like crustacean creatures with like big claws and stuff like that because obviously it came from the sea uh the apparently the deep depths of the sea and all this stuff but you didn't know if that's true or not um but yeah everything in that obviously and the found, a found footage yeah movie. the found footage element makes it's, it
1: so so super scary especially yeah, in the subway bit
0: yeah definitely it's just it's weird because it's kind of an uh, apocalyptic movie as well as a kind of monster movie um just really clever just everything about it is so clever um
1: I'm waiting for the next decent installment for it to see what Else, you yeah, know, what else is out I there? I still don't why think is it's gonna like because Paradox me, doesn't yeah. really That's, do anything for it, nah. to be honest. Eh? No, nah,
0: let's not mention that again. <laughs> Paradox, cool, <laughs> that was some good chats. Um, do you have some? I got some shout outs, yeah.
1: So, a lot of a lot of the people out there have been saying, um uh, there's been three main ones which everyone mentioned, so I can't, I'm gonna mention some unique ones. I think more than okay. house but thanks to everyone who actually did get involved in this and said the thing. Event Horizon and Alien; those three are absolutely brilliant. Event Horizons meant was oh, mentioned yeah, so many times by even like by people on Facebook, like um Rob Frack, Richard Harris, sort of like got involved on Facebook. They both mentioned um, Event Horizon, as did um Kate Blockheads from Insta um, from Instagram, and there's a load of people on Twitter that did as well. So um so as I said from Instagram, Kate Block uh, Blockheads mentioned alien the thing and event horizon so the main the main three and then uh, dan murray mentioned the thing as well but on twitter we had a few few people come kind of a few unique ones cool so you do you some of the usual suspects and a few new new people fairy Faye said invasion of the body snatches the that's, 70s one
0: that's classic yeah that, i'd love that great, I, I really want to rewatch that
1: and we had uh, stevie at film fan stevie and um, said the blob
0: Loved that
1: movie, yeah. Uh, Michael Cantrell at M Cantrell, author said it. So then I was like, okay, you've got to give him that because it, yeah, it's it, a,
0: technically, isn't he? An alien? Isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: something. It's not And the book, is oh, an alien, isn't he? It's not as sim- it simple as that. He's not real he's a being oh, okay. from uh, it is all dimensional and stuff like that. So there is uh, definitely a sci fi yeah, element to it. Um, i would got give him that. Brooks Stone Street in Twitter said um, Sunshine. Do you remember that? Is it?
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic movie. Gideon Cillian Murphy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny yeah. Boyle movie. It's yeah. fantastic. I'd love to re-watch that again. I, I mean, I I watched it when it first came out on rental, and I haven't watched it since, but I really would love to go and watch it again.
1: Yeah, and a um, AWOT Podcast got involved as well, said The Thing. I mean, The cool. Thing...
0: It's a, a given, isn't it? I would have picked that all day, but we spoke about it so many times. Yeah, we times, did a whole episode
1: made. on it. It is <laughs> like... Probably the best one out there, along with it up there with Alien and and Event Horizon. Event Horizon is just sure. creepy, as, yeah. creepy as, well. I've
0: got a couple of mentions on Facebook. Our mate Jordy Paul has come up and he said, "Aliens, obvious, but it's a classic." And Katie Carter has chimed in and said, "The Signs." The I Signs love that movie, yeah.
1: Yeah, good M Night Shy- M Night Shyamalan.
0: I, I really like that movie. I know a lot of people give it some some. Black, but really yeah they came it.
1: to a movie and with water and they're allergic to water <laughs> fine i'll take your word for it <laughs> okay so yeah thanks again for everyone to get involved and let's move on to our next section
0: cool so our movie from the vault this week is pet cemetery i don't want to be
2: in a pet cemetery
0: to live my life the dream I can So where should we start? This is
1: the first time I've watched it.
0: Yeah, this is the first time Paul's watched it, which is mental. So 1989's pet cemetery. Uh, we are met with uh, a young family uh, that have obviously just moved to the area um and they have moved in as a uh, husband and wife and their daughter and son and their cat <laughs> and they move into this big house and obviously the lead character is a doctor i believe isn't yeah it? they're the it's the creed family the Creed family yes, right yeah
1: they are mental by the way i mean i love this is obviously a, a, a adaptation and the screenplay was adapted um by Stephen King That's for correct. this for this movie, and obviously he wrote the book as well. Sure. But why the hell, you know, in in Norway, why the hell did they move a doctor, moved to a, a house that was next to a road where the trucks go by at like 100 miles an hour? It's
0: a nice big house though. Maybe it was cheap. It, but it must have been cheap. But that was, <laughs> or I was maybe he didn't like, have a choice. Maybe maybe they didn't buy it. Maybe they got put there. You know, some doctors get homed, don't they? Like, when they first move in. I don't know. It was crazy. I know, it is crazy. Those trucks. But, Watch yeah. out for those trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, so we met with the Creed family. And obviously, yeah, he's a doctor. And they move in. Uh, and they notice uh, a little walk, a little path from the little girl that they were with. Where's that path go? Where's that path go? And um across the road is... The they're, they're kind of well, their neighbor, I would say, across the street, across the crazy road, um, called Judd.
1: Judd, yeah, Judd is, ju- Judd is brilliant. Judd's amazing. Judd just, you know, he just explains things, has a way of explaining things which are just absolute, absolute genius.
0: Obviously, played by Fred Gwynn, <sighs> which was uh, from the Monsters, yeah, which is cr- which is classic.
1: Please the main monster guy. I
0: absolutely love that guy. His quality. His yeah. voice is just so creepy, especially what? at the start when you see him because that you see him kind of cross the road and you think, oh my God, this guy is scary He's got
1: dungarees on the knee as well. Yeah,
0: with a really strange voice, really deep. <sighs> don't go near that road now.
1: <laughs> That's the patch cemetery.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so down the road, the creepy little road um, <laughs> mm. where they don't really want to go, but... They end up having a little day trip there. Here's a pet cemetery.
1: Spelled with an S. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's obviously... Um, Steve, Stephen King um, lived near a pet cemetery when he was younger. But mm. they, the kids misspelled. And the, pets, the pet cemetery is there because of the bloody road. Yeah. Put it's a because a So many. Just put a stop sign. <laughs> you know?
0: Or reroute a truck somewhere else. Because there's a really Christ. tiny road for these massive trucks. It's just two houses. Up each- yeah. It's just
1: nuts. It's on the brow of a hill. hmm Oh, it's really silly.
0: So like so, so yeah, they they visit this pet cemetery, don't they? And uh yeah, so there's like all these pets are buried there, and their neighbor says, "Oh, even my dog's buried there." Didn't he? Yeah, like that. yeah. And then you see this massive blockade of kind of bushes and trees, and like they say, "Oh, what's beyond there?" I said, "Oh, nothing's beyond there." Like, you know, yeah, whatever. And then they go back to the house, don't they? And then there's a crazy cutscene. Bang! Just cuts, and like all you see is these people screaming and shouting, dragging this kid into a school that's obviously just been hit.
1: Right so, by a truck. Right. No, this is what I was going to ask you. What happened to that guy?
0: Did he not get? Right I did by not. The
1: I watched it again and again, and I could not find where they explained what happened to that guy.
0: I thought he was hit by a I truck. It must no, because he was by it, that road, that bloody yeah. road.
1: God, God damn that road. I think it was like, must have been some sort of accident. His brain was showing. Yeah, yeah. It looked like some I would say, I guess, like some farm accident or something oh, okay, like that. Okay, okay. But, mate, they don't tell you why he was. It was pretty
0: in. visceral. They just, like, literally cut yeah. him. In this guy with his brains hanging out of his head. And obviously, they bring him into this, uh, the <laughs> doctor, who is um, uh, Mr. Creed, the doctor. Dr. Creed. And um, he's trying to resuscitate him. And he's just literally this. He just ends, just gives in, doesn't he? Because he's like he's there's no His hope. His brain's for hanging it. out, and he kind of apologised to him. And says, oh, "I'm really sorry, but I tried."
1: He's the worst doctor in the world. <laughs> I'm gonna, and we'll go into that in a bit, a bit later. But this dude that he does try and help sort of ends up following him around. Mm. He's like, almost—is he a spirit?
0: And he's almost like again, like a bit like American Werewolf in London, kind of stuck in limbo.
1: But you can't. Think. And but they—he talks to him sometimes, mm. but. It feels like sometimes they can hear him, and sometimes they can't. Mm. I didn't really get it no no, I don't understand if he was if he, if he could be seen or not because I, I thought the wife really
0: seen because the doctor has a weird dream, doesn't he that yeah. he has a weird dream that he follows him, and basically this guy I can't remember his name now, his name was Pascal is it pascal
1: yeah it was pascal
0: yeah it's kind of like he leads the doctor down to the pet cemetery in his dream and um, says whatever you do don't go beyond the pet cemetery don't go and do anything beyond there so he warns him once so he gets the first warning that's right Yeah. that's the first warning So he's like don't do it and then the doctor wakes up and he's like oh it's a dream then when he takes his bedclothes off he sees he's got muddy feet so was it a dream he must have been sleepwalking or something that's the only yeah. thing i can guess exactly
1: sleepwalkers by the way another book by stephen king <laughs> yeah. um but he, he he also has this conversation he also has this conversation with judd yeah about the pet cemetery mm. and about what's beyond because oh, what happened right so he judd take the cat dies that's the next thing that happens. Mm, Churchill the cat. Winston Churchill the cat yeah. uh dies and
0: well that what happens is the his wife and kids uh go on a trip away don't they and they're like take care of Churchill make sure nothing oh, no, goes they wrong go with they him. go to
1: a parents where he's not allowed to go.
0: Yeah, cuz he's been shunned by the family. So basically <laughs> he's a doctor. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go into that. I want So to. they go they go away. And they're like, don't make sure Churchill... You feed him and all that stuff. And then it's like, yeah, cool. And then he gets a little call, do not he? I'm afraid I think I've got your cat. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes over to the old Judd's house and he's like, yeah, this cat's been flattened by a truck, basically. Yeah. Um, he
1: peels it off. So he peels it off and yeah. they, they, they go for a, a walk. Well, this is where the it goes The longest a bit, walk. This
0: is where it goes a bit crazy. Ellie Creed, the little girl... Her cat is obviously murdered, and he Judd feels sorry for her because he remembers when his dog died. So basically, he he goes, look, and that this is where it gets a bit ridiculous because I'll tell you a secret place. I'll take this, take you beyond these trees where you can basically bury the cat, and he'll come back.
1: Well, he doesn't tell him what's going to happen yet. No, he didn't. no, he doesn't tell him at all. In fact, he, yeah, because he doesn't explain what he's doing. Right. He just keeps saying follow me yeah far oh, it's just around the corner yeah. And he's following him for ages and they're walking for ages they've gone all day yeah. to bury this sodding cat and then he's got to dig it he've got a burger yourself. Yeah, so yeah it's it, like
0: it looks like a big Indian burial ground yeah like some weird so he they buried the cat and then uh and all and that's it and literally just goes back to the house and then the next day Obviously, he wakes up and the cat has has arrived <laughs> in the, uh, to the house.
1: But it's not... The, but it's a it's, bit...
0: You can tell it's not the same
1: cat. Yeah, and it's a bit like... Because um... he
0: picks him up and it scratches him in the face.
1: <laughs> it's not a friendly cat it's anymore.
0: Not, no, it's not the same old friendly, fluffy Churchill cat that they loved before.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. But no... yeah, anyway, so... <laughs> so... So then, I think at one point, him and Judd have this conversation about what has happened, about... And he warns him again. So he gets another warning a bit later about reanimating a person. Because mm. he questions about reanimating a person. Mm. And he's like, well, oh. and they got this story about when they, when it happened. And yeah, they so had to go into
0: uh, like a cutback. back. Didn't they, cut cutback,
1: so. Yeah. And they burn. He loves his cutbacks. And he, and the guy was not right. He was violent.
0: They buried in the, the burial ground. And he yeah. come back and he's like. They show him like, and he's literally got like a little girl's leg that he's eating.
1: Yeah, and he's attacking his dad. Yeah. So they burn him alive.
0: And Judd is one of those people. And Judd it? is one of those people. It comes and sets the house alight.
1: So we know it's a bad thing. Absolutely a bad thing. So yeah. We, but he's led him. He's he's done the cat. Yeah. Because he thinks the cats are harmless, but whatever. So I got there's there's one thing. Then, the unthinkable happens
0: now this is oh crazy. sorry I
1: meant the most obvious thing in the movie yeah. happens now yeah.
0: this this obviously at the start of the movie they show you how busy the road is because their little uh, is it Gage uh, their little son is running towards the road and Judd saves him yeah. so here we are a little further on in the movie so they're having a nice little picnic and they're flying their kites and everything and they're not paying attention to their what three year old kid four year old mm. kid Probably. And uh, he, he walks off and he's by the road. Judd goes, get the boy, get the boy. And all you see is the dad running like the, running like nobody's run before. But in my eyes, I think I could run faster. And then I think all you see his truck hurtling yeah. down the road. And you know what's going to happen is inevitable. Bang. He's dead. Little as key. he's
1: listening to Sheena as a punk rocker.
0: Yeah. By the remains. By the remains, the... And, um, yeah, so, so Gage is dead. Gage is dead. Yeah, um... and this
1: is one of my favorite fix scenes of the whole movie.
0: you mm. you're sick. <laughs>
1: oh I man, after God. he, after he died, yeah. I kind of like I want reborn really by Gage. He was a little kid from kindergarten cop uh, as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, a little kid oh, in there. Right. But um, they have this like funeral for him, and the dad go. Oh, like, this is not dark. his dad, but like the wife's dad goes mental, and like. You should have took care of him And he's right The dad's yeah. right But he's an arsehole For doing it at the funeral Yeah And the little Little coffin goes
0: Falls off <laughs> Falls it? off as well oh, It's a bit my. It's a
1: calamity It's an absolutely calamity moment the, the
0: little boy's Leg comes out of the coffin And it's not good Yeah It's not a bit good. weird But it's so
1: He's obviously distraught They're all distraught and little Ellie's having little Ellie's having dreams similar. to... It makes you believe that she's got. I was like noted that I thought that Ellie might have the shining. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. In this could as be well. Connected, mate. It could be. All, got, she keeps having premonitions and dreams yeah. about Pascal.
1: He loves. He loves connecting yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. But what?
0: What? What does Dad do? So again it's um isn't it thanksgiving or something and uh he's not invited yeah right is like i don't want to go and uh yeah ellie and the wife go off to go back to their mum, dad's and he's left there on his own and obviously just like don't do it now don't even think about it boy
1: sometimes dead is better
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes that's the classic line yeah and obviously he decides to go and dig his son up from the uh cemetery the actual cemetery the real cemetery <laughs> Yeah, Lewis Creed, the dad, goes and um, digs him up out of the coffin. But it's a, there's a really, really unnerving scene, this bit. I forgot about this. this. is where he gets him out of the coffin and starts cuddling him. Like, mm. cuddling the dead, like... Caught. And it's... ah, oh, it's creepy. I didn't like that bit. It's a bit weird.
1: And there's creepier bits later.
0: Yeah. So, he, so he, um, off he goes up to the uh, Indian burial ground. And the whole way he's going... As he's doing that, it cuts back to Ellie and the mum, doesn't it? And Ellie's having dreams about Pascal, telling her and she's really telling him about her the dad and saying, uh, "Uh, Ellie, you need to tell them." And she's like, "I don't understand." And like, I'm worried about daddy. Can we call him? Can we call him? Where is he? And they try and call the house. And he's not there, obviously, because he's burying Gage out in the Indian <laughs> burial ground. So anyway, yeah. So she's like really worried, and. Um, Ellie somehow gets the name out doesn't she, to the mum and kind of the mum is kind of
1: then tries to make her way back home
0: yeah, because she kind of finds out what the name is and links it all together which is kind of a cool little bit, I thought yeah, she's trying to make it home as fast as possible and in the meantime, obviously it's too late, it's buried him in the Indian burial ground and uh, what happens
1: next? well you get a little freaky I don't know. The little zombie gauge is a bit much for me, but yeah, you get this little freaky kid that it sort of starts. He's killing Judd, and the cat's helping him at the same
0: time. And oh, he's don't st- don't skip past the, the Judd bit. So just trying to find him in in his ha- own house. Oh, he's cre- giggling and running around and everything, and it playing cre- a bit of cat it was mouse.
1: Really, really creepy. But like,
0: the worst bit is when he obviously Judd gets down on the floor to look under the bed, and as <laughs> he does it like the kids obviously nick some stuff out of his dad's he gets a scalpel yeah and he just literally it's a famous scene literally just literally slices into the in his achilles oh it's horrible yeah like that it's it's a bit
1: and he starts eating his face
0: yeah and literally just slashes his face so he's got like a joker smile (laughs) and then just goes at him doesn't he and and that's the end of poor Judd
1: that's the end of poor Judd and the cat's eating his face sometimes better sometimes better better. (laughs) and um, the mum comes back um, we missed
0: a little bit out just to backtrack a little bit the mum's obviously got some demons as well in her closet um, this was Zelda now this was Zelda yeah this is the problem this is when I was a kid this freaked the fuck out of me I did not like this when I. You got to think back to when you, when I was a kid. So she has a sister that's kind of hidden away because she's got spina bifida.
1: Spina bifida.
0: Okay, sorry. Um, she's got that, but it's obviously took a hold of her, where it's twisted her spine, and she's malnutrition. She's really ill and stuff. And uh, Zelda's actually like in bed and bedridden. Is She's obviously the torment of the whole thing has made her go crazy. And um she has to feed her sister and stuff, and obviously they, they talk about when she was left on her own and they go through this massive scene about how she choked to death, Zelda to choked to death, and her sister's never ever forgiven herself and um her parents shouldn't have left her on her own caring for her and all this stuff. So she's dealing with this kind of stress of that was her own demons kind of thing. So yeah. So, that's just one little central. Yeah, there's there.
1: no. I suppose. Oh, sorry, I forgot about that little cutaway scene. Mm. But um, yeah, Zelda's just like a little freaky little thing. <laughs> Stephen King loves doing these little weird little story added little storylines to give the character a bit an extra bit of emphasis, and yeah, Zelda's freaky. Mm. But she gets so. Saying, I
0: got a fee- I got some a, a kind of thing about this. It's just like. Obviously, the little. Cage has come back from dead and he's not himself. I kind of thought like, is it kind of is Zelda part of him? Right. Do you see what I mean? I don't, I don't know, know whether it, that's, that's. I don't know meant... if it got
1: that deep, mate. To be honest, but. I
0: don't know. I I think that I might I might actually read the book because the book might explain a little bit more connection between that. Because obviously, when they come back, they're not their actual selves. They're kind of otherworldly things. I don't know what they are. But anyway, let's get back to. To, to your favorite person uh gage
1: well god, he's, he's a creepy little kid and his voice is really um come play with me yeah. come play with me oh my god he's he's, he's a weird little kid and i, I like that mm. i didn't mind it but some uh, he was he wasn't obviously didn't use the real boy at some stage
0: some stages i think in the actual Looked film like they it did look like Chucky at some yeah, stages. They did, they weren't allowed to because some of the scenes were so graphic they had to use dummies and stuff like that because it would have probably fucked the child. Yeah. In, in in later life. Um but yeah, so so the mum's trying to get back and she the whole time Pascal's trying to help her all the way back to
1: try to try and stop him doing whatever. He, but he's too late. Pascal's too late. The mum's mm-hmm. too late. And it's obviously already come back and she goes and she um goes to Judd's house. Sure. Because she's getting called by Gage.
0: Yeah, she sees the lights are out in her house, so she knows no one's there. So she goes to Judd's house, doesn't she?
1: And all the time, um, the doctor's asleep through all of this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in his own house, and it's like, oh, he's useless. He is useless. And then, and then she does she does she die? Does she bite it?
0: Yeah, basically, she gets killed, doesn't she? And she gets killed by, by the
1: by the Gage as well. is doing the Gage Meister. Yeah, the Gage Meister, and he comes across. He's a bit upset. He's obviously seen his wife dead. And, and he's like, ah. Oh.
0: Lewis Cree comes over, yeah, and, and he, he can't find, he basically sees... can't find Gage. And that, that's a really creepy scene, that bit, where she just literally falls out of the hatch and she's strangled like round a noose. How the how did uh, Gage get the strength to put that noose around her neck?
1: Hmm. <laughs> and then he Super what? Super baby. He just sets fire to the house to get rid of Gage. So he yeah. does exactly what Judd does in the story, but he's,
0: not to hang on, not to mention he's totally <clears throat> skipping past the bit where he literally, pretty much, kicks and punches a baby. Yeah, <laughs> which is really weird because it's like, you see the actual kid fall backwards, and it's the actual kid because he's walking backwards and he falls over, and they must have caught it on camera because that that looked real because he kind of trips over, didn't he, and falls down on the side and goes, not fair or something like that. It's really
1: oh, weird. It's really this this whole bit. It it didn't annoy me, but it was just like, it's like, it was almost just annoyed at him. It was good story time, but it was just, anno- he annoyed me, mm-hmm. the doctor, because he's rubbish. He's rubbish as a doctor, he's rubbish as a father, and he's rubbish as a husband.
2: <laughs> he? He's he's not
1: a, a very clever human being. No. And he deserved yeah. everything that comes to him. Yeah. After all his warnings, he, he gets zombie gauge and he has to take care of zombie gauge.
0: This, this is the best thing, I love it, because obviously in being a doctor, he has the, that injection thing to put him to sleep, doesn't he, to put him to sleep, and he kind of grabs um, Gage, doesn't he, and he injects him in the, the neck, and he goes, ow, and, he, and, and then yeah, as he's walking fair. off, he goes, not fair, <laughs> and then, it's just so funny.
1: It's ridiculous. It's so funny. But then he didn't learn his lesson, did he?
0: Nope. Because what does he do?
1: He puts his wife in the, the Indian burial ground. Yeah,
0: what a dickhead.
1: And he comes, she comes back to life and she's probably going to kill him.
0: Well, it doesn't show you, does it? It, it just doesn't goes show you. to 12 o'clock. Because yeah. he's saying something about if you do it early enough before 12 o'clock or something, but a lot of load of rubbish because she just comes back and kills him, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, what, that...
0: what was your thoughts on it then? Because obviously you haven't <laughs> seen it. I think it's a different thing. I think possibly if you'd seen it when you were younger, it would have been different
1: no i liked i love stephen king i've mm. seen a most i've seen the majority of stephen king movies and this um from an 80s perspective is up there with like the, sh- the stand and the mm. 80s it and all that sort of misery sure. sort of style so yeah it was a good it was a good stephen king movie yeah, it's I not know, the you, best is it but you're right i'll probably want to read i'll probably want to read the book mm. um i'll more... be
0: interested to see how different it is so let me know because i'm gonna read it but <laughs> i doubt. oh
1: okay so I've just finished the it so I'll probably move on to the Pet Cemetery soon because it is a really interesting story. But mm. I he's a dope. Mm. He he annoyed he me. He just annoyed you, yeah. He annoyed me a lot. But um, there were some real creepy elements in it, like the cat, zombie gauge. The trucks were really just much. It made you. It, it sort of really made you feel uneasy.
0: Mm.
1: But yeah, I just felt like he died. All I need to yeah, do is put like me. a a stop sign.
0: Well, not even a stop sign.
1: Or a slow down. Or Just put a fence.
0: Yeah. Small little fence. Yeah, that's all you need. Picket fence. <laughs> it would have been fine. Yeah. yeah, so, do you want to hear some Matt's facts? I've got a couple.
1: Yeah, do it. I haven't got anything else that I want to talk about with the movie. Because cool. I think we talked about it a lot.
0: No worries, there he is. Your your little voice has come back again. <laughs> I love that character. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um. If you notice, when they're carrying uh, Pascal through you know, when his head's caved in yeah. and they're carrying him through the, I don't know where his hospital or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you look on the back of the wall, there's a, a picture about, um, rabies and it's got a picture of Cujo on it. Oh, nice. Which it just quite cool on the bulletin board. It was cool. Um, originally, um, you're going to love this. <laughs> Guess who was going to be playing Lewis Creed, the doctor possibly. Go, go on. It would have been Bruce Campbell.
1: Okay. See, that would've made it completely different. That would've made reckon? it more evil dead than anything else. I think Yeah. That would have been funny. That would've would have have made been. it more that would've made it a lot funnier. Yeah, it would have been which I don't know if but... they want what they wanted. But yeah, wow. that would have been cool.
0: Cool. So Fred Fred Gwyn with uh, Gwen that was uh, that played Judd, apparently he had to actually dye his hair white to play the part of him. He didn't have white hair, he so thought he had to dye it. Look out for those trucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, apparently, this is funny, but they had to use seven blue British short hair cats to use as the role of Churchill. There were seven of them. And they're seven. British, because a lot of people thought they were Russian cats, but they weren't. They were British blue short haired cats, which is quite interesting. That is interesting. Imagine all those cats. Also, Stephen King actually shouted this um book for a long time didn't think it was worthy of actually writing but his wife grabbed it off the shelf read it and pushed him to put take it to the publishers and that's how it got made that's what i read um stephen king is a massive fan of ramones obviously there's two two songs in there uh pet cemetery and uh, she knows a punk rocker
1: so she so he um invited them onto set uh yeah that's correct and then they, the
0: director it, knew them. That's how she got them involved.
1: Yeah, and so he, Stephen King, met him and he he um, he wrote, oh, which one was it? Joey, I think Joey wrote the song "Pet Cemetery." Pet like, Cemetery, that's right. Yeah. Like in that, in the like literally in the basement. As, as, they, as they were there.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I thought being big fans of the Ramones. Yep, it's yep. Cool. Um, the idea of the book came from Stephen King because his daughter had a pet cat called Smucky. And they buried it in a cemetery. So cool. That's where he got the idea of writing it. Uh, Romero was going to direct this film. but really? because Yeah, because it took so long to get it off the ground, he had to go and make uh, something else, so he couldn't make it, couldn't direct it. Fred Gwynne had a, obviously in the film, Judd had a, a pet called Spot the dog. Yeah. Uh, and it's quite funny because that was his name of his pet in the nineteen 19- uh, 64 monsters their, their pet was called Spot <clears throat> and obviously we didn't talk about this um, Stephen King makes a cameo oh does he? yeah did you not spot him? is he the truck driver? nope no? he's the reverend at the um the burial oh
1: well, in the in the funeral bit
0: in the funeral bit yeah no I missed him he's like the 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 uh Priest there? sermon. I don't know. What yeah, we call I know it. you're talking about the yeah. guy with
1: the cloth on around him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's
0: it. Yeah. So that's so that's, that's all I got really. So that's really quite a good.
1: Few others, there's but... there's some that was some good facts.
0: So we go on for our. Uh... Oh, it's my, my turn. Yeah, it is your it's your turn. It's my
1: turn to pick. Right, so I got a surprise for you. I know you've been waiting to watch this oh, movie. Gosh. I know you. I know you know what I've bought you. So I've I've picked. Uh, there it is <laughs> class of, nuke class of I knew going to yeah. be that.
0: and that looks like the worst copy I hope, I've ever seen I hope it's as time. good like, as I
1: remember in terms of the copy Christ. I got I, think I don't that,
0: know if I've got a player that will play that <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I am
0: going to look forward to watching every second of that
1: I hope, I you, I hope you really enjoy it I know we talked about it a few times so cool. I want that back you Know, I, I don't think I'm ever I'll, gonna you'll get think, it back. Don't worry, I don't, think ever, I don't think I'm maybe I need to get a Blu ray copy.
0: Yeah, I, there isn't at the moment. I bet you any money there, one will come out though eventually.
1: This is a proper VHS copy, so this is as it should be watched in all its glory.
0: Excellent, Excellent. well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Just before we move on, we actually forgot to pick out our next topic for didn't next we? time oh yeah we yeah, did didn't we? we oh my god look Quickly. at us it's a your rubbish. turn to it's pick my that. turn to pick so, so pick... i get
1: a double pick so
0: you'll pick it you pick class of nuclear high so pick... for next time yeah movie from the vault and this one is going to be our something to scream about next time is going to be <laughs> okay
1: oh, god. our um biggest what the fuck moment oh so basically obviously move... I'm gonna like that. movie twists
0: on oh, movie twist. Yeah, that's what I
1: put in brackets. So, biggest what the fuck moment.
0: Okay. Does it have to be movie two, no, twist? Yeah, it's just whatever. Just, what?
1: just call it biggest what the fuck moment.
0: Brilliant. I, I'm going to enjoy that, I think.
1: I like that. It's quite a lot. Biggest it's what the be, fuck yeah, moment. Yeah. I'm going to keep saying pick, that.
0: Should we pick two each? Yeah. Or
1: just the one? Yeah, two. two. Pick two cool. biggest what the fuck moments. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. What the fuck? What the fuck? Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. All right, cool. So, that brings us to the end of the show, I think.
1: Yeah, I'll just, um, um if you guys want to get involved in any of the um, questions and stuff, like, let us know your biggest what-the-fuck moment. Yeah, absolutely. Or, um, you know, watch Class of Newcomb High. Yeah. Because um, that'll be on our next episode. We're Probably on good. YouTube. And... <laughs> yeah, you must find it on YouTube. <laughs> so watch Class of Newcomb High. And then our main review will be Venom. So let us know what you think about any of those. And um, you can do that by contacting us on Twitter, Draw One Last Breath Podcast, at Draw One Last get us on facebook by searching draw one last breath podcast or find us on instagram draw one last breath podcast or email draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com mm. and there's only Excellent. one more thing to say when there's no more room in hell here's another podcast <laughs>